Mark Dagnall. Mark Dagnall. He should win Coach of the Year. Don't you guys agree? Competitive game for the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Let me read, let me read you off these minutes. Isaiah Joe, 22 minutes. Thankfully, the people that went there were punished. But nice that happened last time. He didn't go for 30 fantasy points in 10 minutes. Josh Giddy in a competitive game without SGA, 19 minutes. Lou Dort, 21 minutes. I mean, I just need an average game from Lou Dort for a pretty big night, right? I avoided Giga Chalk Vanderbilt, who I talked about in the stream. I thought he was going to be way overowned. I thought he's a fine play on paper, but I knew he was going to be overowned. We talked about it. You know, what was his, what would have his ownership would have been if he didn't go for fifty the previous game? I thought it would have been in that like twenty percent range. He was seventy percent tonight. I thought that was just too high. I preferred Gafford. That worked out in a big, big way, but. Lou Dort playing 21 minutes. You can't make it up. You cannot make it up. I'm so tilted. I'm currently winning $400. We'll see. It's probably going to go down. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping game doesn't go crazy. It'll probably be like a 2x night, but... The Thunder, man. Thunder. Hmm. Take uh, Giannis over assist. Massive foul trouble. Get hooked by one. Take slow-mo over assist. Has two assists in nine minutes. Better believe three fouls. Loses huge minutes in the first half. Okay. Yay. Yay. Just a normal game from Lou Dort, right? Just a normal game. Oh, I hate the Thunder so much. We'll talk about this nine-game uh, slate here on Wednesday. We got big size contest. I think, hold on, is there a Millie Maker tomorrow? I think in the high stakes, there's a Millie Maker tomorrow. Uh, let me confirm that. There is. $2,500 entry, million dollars to first. Um, so that'll be fun. But yeah, if you guys are looking for premium content, you can check out my Patreon. And the sponsor is PrizePix. You can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. I'll have a link down below. Take advantage of that free money if you are a first-time user. All right, so let's talk about this one. And uh, we'll start off on the Phoenix side. So Phoenix, this will be first game with Kevin Durant. Now, I'd be shocked if you see normal mitts for Kevin Durant, so I don't think I can get to him, even though I like the matchup for him. With KD in, it makes it really hard for me to get to like Booker or Aiden or Chris Paul. I think the only guy I would have some interest in would probably be a Koji if he starts. I'm curious, you know, does Craig move to the bench or does a Koji move to the bench? If a Koji continues to start, it's not like he's a super high usage guy. He's more out there just kind of like stuff a statue 3 and D guy, but I would still have a little bit of interest in him if he starts. Campaign's going to play the backup point guard position, but uh, minutes have not been great on him. 
I mean, Landill, if you think the game blows out, I guess you could have consideration. Like, there's a chance Phoenix just destroys Charlotte. So, you would probably benefit if the game does blow out. Talk about Charlotte. So, no LaMelo, sadly out for the year. Pija Washington, doubtful. Still no Cody Martin. So, this is a tricky one, right? Because if this game stays competitive, there's a lot of these Hornets that look good. But there's massive blowout risk here going up against the Suns with Kevin Durant. So if the game stays competitive, I think the two guards probably look the best. Dennis Smith Jr. Rozier, I expect DSJ to start. I think a 5.1K stands out as a really good play in the mid-range. And then Rozier is the guy that should run the show offensively. His ceiling goes up without LaMelo Ball. So those two I like. And then I have interest in the wings. Oubre's minutes have slowly ticked up, played 28 minutes last game. I think I'd prefer Gordon Hayward, who I think just plays a little bit more. Played 36 minutes last game. So if I'm going to pick one of the wings, it would be Hayward. That's just solely based on minutes because I've kind of eased Oubre into it. Mark Williams, back-to-back good games. We know he's a good point-per-minute guy. I think he'll play about 30 minutes if the game is competitive. I think he's a solid play. Nick Richards will play the backup center. Um, you know, he'll play probably if the game blows out or if Mark Williams gets in foul trouble. So I think he's a fair value. Again, he's a good point-per-minute guy, too. Don't know if I can get to anyone else. I mean, JT Thor, like I said, you could not pay me to roster him. Um, I Jones might see some rotation minutes, but yeah. Yeah, you maybe maybe see uh, Bryce McGowns um, get some run in this game just because they have like no one. Like he'll probably get some run off the bench. Well, let's move on to Chicago and Detroit. So for Chicago, you saw mid to high twenties. Mets are both Beverly and Caruso. Uh, they're both fair values if they continue to start. Um, they don't have the stats updated yet, but yeah, I have Anderson, Beverly, Anderson, Caruso. The other main guys, Levine, Vooch, and DeRozan, are all solid tournament plays. Like the matchup for them, I just don't think there's one that stands out more than the other. Pat Williams. Still on the bench, can't go to him. You'll see some rotation minutes for Io and Kobe. I think I would rather take the shot on Kobe, who's just the better part for the guy of the two. And then Drummond, revenge game narrative. He's consistently been getting the backup five run. Over a fantasy point per minute guy. I mean, if they play him a little bit more here, or the game blows out, or Vooch gets in foul trouble, Drummond could smash. So he's always someone I like in large field tournaments just because of how productive he is. Now for Detroit, we got Ivy back. We got Bogdanovich back. Still no Stewart, still no Duran, and Livers is doubtful. So I think the starting lineup will be Hayes, Ivy, Bogdanovich, um, Magruder, and Wiseman. That's why I think starts. So with the two guards, Ivy and Hayes, I expect both to play low 30s minutes. We saw the big game from Hayes last game, so they had no one else in the offense. But now you got Ivy back, now you got Bogdanovich back. These are the guys that, you know, do provide ceiling, uh, do provide a ceiling. But Donovich has been quiet last couple games. We know if he, if he gets it going, you know, shooting the ball, he can go for 40-plus fancy points. I think both centers look good with Wiseman and Bagley. It's nice that Wiseman has a power forward eligibility. I expect, you know, high 20s minutes for him. But I like Wiseman again. And then Bagley is, I don't think, I think he'll just strictly play the backup five. But he's also a good point per minute guy. 46 and 38 fancy points back-to-back games. So the both bigs I like for Detroit and then I still have a little bit of interesting guys like Diallo and Burks. Their minutes should go down, though, with Ivy and Bogdanovich back. But they're still reasonable. If one of those guys get a surprise start, then I would like them more. But I, I do think it's Magruder that starts. And I don't think I would have a ton of interest in him just because he's not really going to do a ton offensively. But he'll probably play a good chunk of minutes. You, you might see a little bit of run for Kojo and Hampton. But on this slate, not for me. Cleveland, Boston, fully healthy Cleveland team. Nothing really standing out here. I think this will be a good game to watch. Maybe not so much for DFS purposes. Mitchell has a ceiling. Garland at 8K is a relatively safe play. The bigs are fine last pieces pieces in with Mobley and Allen. Value-wise, maybe a little bit interesting Lavert and Rubio for tournaments. Lavert probably plays around 20 minutes. Rubio, been quiet last couple games. We know he's not a bad point per minute guy. If you give him 20 minutes again, 
He's a guy that could go for 20 to 25 fancy points. On the Boston side, tough, tough matchup here. You know, like, you just know what's going to happen, right? Where Tatum's going to go off tonight. You know it, right? Gets ejected last game, teamed himself. Now you got Jalen Brown back in an awful matchup. Just lock in like a 70 bomb for Tatum. Just, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to be really mad if it does. But there's nothing that stands out here. I mean, the guards, eh, Jalen Brown, like Price Wright, Williams and Horford, okay. I, I, I don't... I don't like really anything on Boston. Philadelphia, Miami, not a ton of like on the Philadelphia side either. Tough, tough matchup here against Miami Heat. If you want to look to Embiid or Hardness, contrarian play, sure. Harris should play 30-ish minutes, but he's been really quiet of late. Tyrese Maxey is a guy that, you know, is aggressive offensively. And if he finds his way to more minutes, he could smash even in a tough matchup. So he's always someone I like for tournaments because if he plays really well and they extend him, like if you give Maxey 35 minutes, I would not be shocked if he won for like 40 fantasy points tomorrow. I don't know if I can stomach anything else like Tucker or D'Anthony Melton. I mean, Melton did play 31 minutes last game. His minutes are just not, what? How are you supposed to project D'Anthony Melton's minutes looking at the last five? Like, look at those minutes. 21, 34, 13, 25, 31. 14 here, 19 here. No foul trouble either of those games. Like, just pick a random number out of a hat to, to decide how many minutes D'Anthony Melton's going to play. On the Miami side... Kevin Love, probable Struce Quash. Well, not a big deal. Jimmy Butler went crazy last game in 32 minutes. I'll let others chase. I don't think he's a great play at this price. He's not playing a ton of minutes right now. Bam in a bio, 8-2. A little bit worried about potential foul trouble against Embiid. I'll pass. Hero would probably be my favorite of the spend-ups. He had an awful game last game, but he's the cheapest and has shooting guard eligibility. Kevin Love feels priced right. Vincent, eh, I guess if Struce is out, Vincent Oladipo might play a little bit more. Um... But yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to any of the value here for Miami, Brooklyn, and New York. So I mentioned in the video yesterday how if Brooklyn runs that similar rotation to the, that they did last game, that you could see some guys smashing. And they did. And no one played the Nets. Right? I mentioned I really liked Dinwiddie for tournaments. He went nuts, as did Mikel Bridges. Like They played an extremely tight rotation in the first half. The game blew out, so the starters uh, got pulled a bit early. But if they're going to continue to run this rotation, I like these main guys a lot. Mikel Bridges... I mean, he's back-to-back good games. He's been, you know, one of their go-to guys. I think I prefer Dinwiddie, but both guys look good, in my opinion. Nick Claxton played massive minutes in the first half. He's only 6'4". I like him. I think Cam Johnson's a really good play at 5.3K. Um, you can make the argument for Thomas off the bench. I think Dorian Finney-Smith is a fair value play at 4.1K. I really like this Nets team. That's scary to say. Um, but if they run that same rotation as, as we saw last game and tonight in the first, like, three quarters then sign me up for some of these nets. Moving on to New York. New York, very easy to talk about. It's boring. Randall, Brunson, they're going to play 35 to 40 minutes. Both have been a little bit quiet of late, but the reasonable options. Barrett, Hart, probably mid-20s minutes. They're fine filler plays. Mitchell Robinson, if he stays out of foul trouble, has a ceiling. Very foul prone. Quickly should play mid-20s minutes off the bench. Fine tournament play. That's, that's the Knicks. That's basically what I say every time when they're fully healthy, unless someone's just really underpriced. Lakers and Thunder. So this team looks appealing here, especially if D'Angelo Russell is out. I really like the Lakers again. So I played AD and Schroeder tonight. Um, I really like both again. AD, 10-2. Should be able to feast against this Thunder front court. Dennis Schroeder, um, usage goes way up. Uh, Playmaking goes way up with LeBron and D'Lo off the court. No Westbrook, obviously, either. So I like Dennis Schroeder a good amount. I still like Vanderbilt and Beasley. We'll see what the ownership is now, right? Vanderbilt is massive chalk tonight. was a bust. Um, if the ownership drops in him a lot, then I'm fine going right back to the wall. You should get, you know, mid to high 20s minutes for him. So he's still a solid play. 
We'll see if the ownership comes in on him. Beasley kind of struggled from the field, but if he knocks down his shots, we know this is his ceiling. So I like Beasley for value. I mentioned Austin Reeves on Patreon. It's a contrarian value play that I like. He smashed at negative ownership. He's got the nice eligibility to a shooting guard. So I like Austin Reeves. Rui was in the rotation. Troy Brown was in the rotation. He saw a little bit of Bamba. You did see some Lonnie Walker too. 3.3K Lonnie Walker. Um, how many minutes did he play today? Hold on. I think he played like, honestly, it was like mid-20s for Lonnie Walker. Let me just confirm that. Though. Lonnie Walker played uh, 23 minutes. Yeah. I think he's viable as well at that price. I mean, you tell me what's going to happen. You tell me. I don't know. Are they going to bench the starters again in a competitive game? I, I literally don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about this team. I'll do my best. Just know, Mark Dagnall. Right there. Right at the top of the list, brother. Right at the top of the list. So, say this. If you think they troll, if you think the Thunder had 10 active guys last game, if they have 10 active guys again, and you think the, tr- the Thunder troll, then target some of these bench guys. Aaron Wiggins played 29 minutes. Ray Mann played 21 minutes. Kenneth Williams played 29 minutes. JRE played 21 minutes. Sarge played 27 minutes and smashed. Sarge would probably be my favorite of those bench guys. Um, just because he's a good point for a guy. But the game before, he only played nine minutes. So it's like, I can't tell you what the minutes are going to be. Again, you tell me. Um, the starters. So, I mean, the ceiling is there for Giddy. But I, I have no idea how many minutes he's going to play. Lou Dort, Isaiah Joe. These guys get a usage bump without SGA. Who knows? The other Jalen Williams had a massive game. I mentioned him as a giddy pivot. He went for 27, 5, and 8. Absolute smash. Um, yeah, he's reasonable too. The big Jalen Williams is fine. He only played 17 minutes tonight, but you know, he's seen games where he's played mid-20s. I don't know, man. I'm I'm not excited that they're on the slate because I have no idea what to do with it. None. I don't know. Land on Milwaukee, this game has some blowout risk. On the Magic side, nothing standing out. I think the main guys are all playable as contrarian plays. Bancaro, Wendell Carr Jr., Fultz, Franz Wagner. Fultz probably being my favorite. Anthony Suggs will see minutes off the bench. I think Suggs a little bit safer with the minutes uh, at 3.9K. Um, you're, you're, Gary Harris is going to play 25 minutes. If he knocks down a shot, he's going to have a decent game. Bull, Mo Wagner, they're pretty cheap. If the game blows out, they could get extended a bit. And yeah, they're viable. Milwaukee. A fully healthy team, kind of hard for me to get to anyone. I mean, I like the ceiling on Giannis. If you think the game can stay competitive, he got in foul trouble tonight to um, hook me on his over assist. The rest of the Bucks, though, feel pricey. And unless someone sits, I have a hard time getting to anyone else. Memphis and Houston. So Ja Goat had a big game tonight, triple-double. Um, same thing I said about Jokic tonight is if you think the game can stay competitive, play John Moran. Jokic is having a solid game. Massive blowout, right? So... Just a matter, can Houston keep it competitive? I don't know. They're awful. But if they can, I like the ceiling on Ja. Bay and Triple J also have ceilings. The front court's fine. Clark and Tillman, whoever starts, I would prefer. Brooks is a guy you hate rostering, but he'll probably play 30-ish minutes in competitive game. That's it. 
Houston, you got KPJ expected to be back. So Jalen Green, KPJ, Shingun, this is where the offense should come from. I want to see if there's any sort of a limit on KPJ. Um, the game blew out tonight, so you didn't see a ton of run for the main guys for Houston. But those three have the ceilings. A lot of the other guys are priced up from when um, you know a lot of those guys were out. So I don't think I can get to any of like the wings like Smith or KJ Martin. I'll mention Tari Eason, my boy, right? If you think if you think the game blows out, then target some Tari Eason who would benefit in a blowout. Good point from a guy. He crushed two games ago. He crushed again tonight. So wanted to mention him. And finally, the Pelicans and the Blazers, the standalone late night hammer two hours after everything else starts. And we got a lot of questionable players here for the Pelicans. Uh, JV, again, he only played 22 minutes last game. They closed with Jackson Hayes over him, who was out of the rotation. Oh, Josh Richardson also questionable. So you might have a lot of value here for the Pelicans. And it's a late game. I love situations like that when you have questionable players in the late game. Ingram, CJ, I like the matchup for them. Bullshit play mid to high 30s minutes. I think both are pretty good plays. I think I slightly prefer Ingram to CJ if I had to pick. Um, if JV is out, both the bigs look phenomenal and Jackson Hayes and Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez, the much better point from a guy of the two, but I would be, I'm confident he would play if JV's out too. So Hayes and Hernan Gomez are most likely split the center position if there's no JV. Both will look like great values. If Josh Richardson is out, I would assume Trey Murphy starts. If that's the case, I really like him at 4K. You probably get a little bit more on for Herb Jones. Najee Marshall probably play a bit more. You might see a little bit of uh, Dyson Daniels even enter the rotation. Um, there, there'd be a lot to like here for the Pelicans if both JV and Richardson are out. Now, if JV and Richardson are in, I mean, JV, I like the ceiling on him. He was playing like 30-ish minutes and then randomly only plays 23 here when I buy in at low ownership. So, so, so mad about that. Josh Richardson, if he starts again, I think he's a fair play, but the price point has come up on him. Finally, the Blazers. Dame, I mean, he's just on another planet right now. He's insane. Um, The price is up, but he's doing everything for the team. Jeremy Grant's been quiet, but he's a fair play. I think my next favorite plays would probably be Reddish and Thibel. They continue to start. I think they probably play around 30-ish minutes. Um, Thibel had like six steals to start the game. Don't expect that again. But Thibel, Reddish, I think are solid values. You're going to see Eubanks and Watford splitting the center position, and you'll see some bench run for Little and for Shaden Sharp. That is going to do it for the video. If you guys are playing the Millie Maker tomorrow, good luck on that. Hope to see one of you guys take down the Millie. Um, just, I'm not excited. Why did they have to be on the slate? Why? Appreciate the support as always. Good luck. We'll see you in the next one.